Once upon a time, there was a policy called affirmative action that played a crucial role in higher education. It sought to address the long-standing inequality in American society and bring about equitable representation in institutions and opportunities. But like any story, it had its ups and downs, and its decline became apparent long before it met its ultimate demise. Before we start the video, leave a like. It helps a lot. So let's back to the video. From its inception in 1961, when President John F. Kennedy issued an executive order to impede discrimination in hiring, affirmative action evolved through various iterations. It began with numerical targets and quotas, later adopting more sophisticated formulas aligned with the goals of diversity. The underlying aim was clear, to create a society where everyone had a fair chance, where integration thrived and the black middle class could flourish. However, even in the face of these noble intentions, critics emerged, questioning the fairness of considering race in decision-making processes. Some impatiently tapped their watches, wondering how long society should endure the perceived unfairness of these racial considerations. Even among its supporters, ambivalence existed. The policy faced legal challenges, with the 2003 Grutter v. Bollinger case being a notable battleground. The Supreme Court narrowly defended the policy but Justice Sandra Day O'Connor emphasized that racial preferences would no longer be necessary in 25 years. But the question of how long missed the mark. It failed to acknowledge the centuries of social engineering that disadvantaged certain groups. Progress, not time, was the true measure. The persistence of inequality was evident, with the median net worth of white households ten times higher than that of black households. This disparity, stemming from restricted access to education, employment, and housing, couldn't be solely attributed to economic class. Even middle-class black students faced resource disparities compared to their white peers. Unfortunately, the pursuit of social and institutional diversity, born out of the 1978 Regents of the University of California v. Backey case, replaced these tangible factors. The policy's rationale shifted to a more nebulous goal, causing uncertainty and fueling opposition. Lawsuits challenging affirmative action, such as those brought by Students for Fair Admissions against Harvard and the University of North Carolina, further destabilized the policy. These cases alleged discrimination against Asian American applicants and provided conservatives on the court with an opportunity to dismantle affirmative action. It all occurred amidst a coordinated assault on the diversity framework that had emerged over the decades since Backey. The impending doom of affirmative action was signaled when the Supreme Court heard arguments last October. Headlines declared that the court seemed ready to throw out race-based college admissions. Justice Clarence Thomas, a longtime critic of the policy, openly questioned the utility of diversity, expressing his lack of understanding of what it truly meant. However, diversity programs in higher education aim to foster communities encompassing a range of backgrounds, talents, and experiences. The perspectives of Justices Thurgood Marshall and Clarence Thomas, who attended segregated schools as black individuals, undeniably benefited a body tasked with adjudicating cases impacting society as a whole. Looking ahead, the impact of this decision would likely result in fewer students from traditionally underrepresented minorities on college campuses, especially at highly competitive institutions. A glimpse into the past provided insight. When the University of California system eliminated race, gender, and ethnicity as admissions factors in 1998, the enrollment of black and Latino students at its most selective schools plummeted by 40 percent. 
It wasn't just a decline in admissions. Highly qualified students hesitated to even apply, doubting their chances of acceptance. This phenomenon might extend nationwide in the years to come. Conversely, there could be an increase in the proportion of black and Latino students at less well-resourced colleges, which typically had lower graduation rates. As a result, historically black colleges and universities might experience a surge in applications, although this signaled less overall opportunity. The ramifications of this decision extended far beyond the realm of future students. Like the issue of abortion rights, this case represented a policy that enjoyed majority support among the public. A recent poll revealed that 63% of Americans believed colleges should consider race and ethnicity in admissions. However, it was the majority of conservatives who desired to see affirmative action come to an end. The Dobbs decision of the previous year had already fueled suspicions that the Supreme Court, with its conservative supermajority, operated as a vehicle to advance Republican priorities. Consequently, faith in the court had dwindled, with only 47% of Americans placing significant trust in the federal judiciary, a drastic 20-point drop from just two years earlier. This ruling had the potential to exacerbate the existing distrust and with valid reasons. Two decades had passed since Justice O'Connor had set a timer for the viability of affirmative action. But it seemed as though the train had arrived at the station much earlier than expected. The ruling marked a departure from progress, steering the nation in the opposite direction. As we bid farewell to affirmative action in higher education, its legacy remained indelible. It was a policy born out of a desire to confront inequality and pave the way for a more inclusive society. However, the road to progress was fraught with challenges and opposition. The story of affirmative action was one of struggle, hope, and ultimately a complex unraveling. Yet, even in the face of its demise, the fight for equality persisted. The end of affirmative action signified not the end of the quest for a fair and just society, but rather a turning point, a call to reevaluate and explore new avenues for progress. The tale of affirmative action had come to an end, but the quest for equality continued, fueled by the collective determination to build a better future for all. And so, as we embark on the next chapter of the ongoing narrative of equality and opportunity, we must remember the lessons learned from affirmative action. Its presence and its ultimate passing serve as a reminder that progress is not guaranteed, and that the path toward a fair society is often arduous and marked by setbacks. But through resilience, perseverance, and a steadfast commitment to justice, we can strive to create a future where all individuals, regardless of their background, have an equal chance to succeed. In the end, the true measure of our society lies not in the policies we enact or discard, but in our unwavering dedication to equality, our commitment to creating opportunities, and our determination to ensure that every individual has the chance to thrive and contribute to the rich tapestry of our nation. The story of affirmative action may have reached its conclusion, but the story of progress and justice continues to unfold, with each of us playing a vital role in shaping its chapters.